Welcome to the Just a Runners podcast. We're here to talk about all things running and racing on the Youngstown area's first running podcast. Here's your host and Youngstown Marathon Ambassador, Bruce McIntosh and Pico. Hey everybody, how's it going? Uh, today's, well I'm recording on February 13th, uh, Saturday. And special guest today is going to be Jim Cheney, Executive Director of the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame Marathon. Uh, get to that in a minute. Uh, lots to talk about with that. And being it's quite possibly one of the few races actually going to go off. And today's, this week in my training, feel like I should have a special segment for that. Here, we'll try that again. This week in my training, I kind of a cutback week. Uh, we did get our speed work in somehow in all this cold uh, weather. Uh, we didn't get killed. Uh, we can't use the track, so we were doing our Yasso 800s, trying to do 800 repeats around this block. And the block's almost perfect. Is going by our Garmin distances for our half miles, and uh, there are some cars parked on the side of the road. And after three or four times around, you just you don't even think about it. But uh, one of the cars started pulling out right while we're going at it. Uh, there was me, Greg, and Brandon, uh, Brandon D, which is going to come. Uh, I'm not even trying his last name today. And what happened? Uh, they pulled out, they didn't put their lights on, they didn't do anything like that. We, me and Greg both had, a, had well, I had my chest light on, Greg had, a, what, Pico joined us. Uh, he had a headlamp on, and we, so we should have been very visible, but we had to split away. I think they caught themselves just in time and um, made the turn to, uh, you know they stopped before they went any further but it was kind of a you know scary couple seconds there but we got our uh, workout done uh due to excessive hours at work this week i decided uh thursday run got canceled i did my run wednesday it was just easy recovery run and today's saturday like i said it's kind of a cutback week on our long run so we went and did 10 miles uh, still was pretty cold out, and but we happily, thankfully, got all the miles done. Uh, we were pretty happy with that. I, I was happy with the way it went. You always wish you went a little better, or maybe if we had uh, gone faster or something. But that was the. That's how this week went. So, um, thank you. And let's see here, in the world of, anything else going on? Not much else going on in the world of running, it's just cold. I think a lot of people are just waiting for the cold to break. I know we were, we made discussions about it. Uh, I'm hoping two more weeks, I think, uh, when I'm looking ahead at the weather report, I think after another week of really cold here in Ohio, uh, highs only in the 20s or so i think we'll start seeing some little better temperatures from what i'm 
uh, looking ahead at and that'll make our training go a little bit easier you know I don't mind in the 30s definitely 40s and 50s are a good weather oh, oh Pico got it go um, with a lot of runs in the 20s sometimes it's uh, just not conducive to your best training but we're trying and uh, we'll just keep keep plugging away I, I'm I think the last week's in this last week's long run went well enough all right well I didn't really have a lot of other topics um, and let's see that well I guess it's time perhaps we should get to the interview Well, thanks for being on the podcast again. As a matter of fact, it was February last year you were on it. I'm here with Jim Cheney, uh, Executive Director of the Pro Football Hall of Fame Marathon. How you been? Yeah, good. It's uh, It's been an odd year, hasn't it? Yes. <laughs> uh, things certainly changed since last time you were on. In Well, I'm going to start with a, my opening question I've been doing. And I don't think I did this last year when you were on it, but... Uh, do you have a favorite way to have pizza, place, toppings, anything like that? That's a great question. Um, <laughs> yeah, so my favorite is a Hawaiian pizza. Wow. Pineapple, bacon. Um, a lot of people don't believe pineapple belongs on a pizza, but I do. Uh, I like uh, deep dish pizza. There's a, a great place in North Canton called Zepps that... Uh, it's, it's a really good Sicilian deep dish pizza, and they put the, uh, the dough and then the cheese and then the sauce on top of everything. So it's, um, it's a little bit yeah. different, but uh, yeah, that, that's my favorite. That sounds interesting. I mean, if I get out that way, I may have to try it sometime. Uh, yeah. And uh, I've been following you on Facebook, um, and you've had a few interesting food posts over this last few months going back to October you were doing a candy challenge uh. yeah yeah so <clears throat> I'm actually gonna rewind it just a little bit so last February um, my girlfriend and I Teresa we, we don't go out a lot we, we we're kind of homebodies okay and so last February we created just for ourselves what we call the Facebook February event challenge so if you go on Facebook you know, you can see, hey, what events are going on in your community? And, um, you know, it could be a, a, a trading card show, it could be a run, it could be, a, you know, a high school play, whatever. And so we spent the entire month of February randomly picking events, public events, that we normally would never go to. So that, that sort of kicked off our, hey, let, let's uh, do some fun-themed activities. So we went 20 eight straight days i think 29 was last year um of just craziness and so uh to your your point your question yeah so in october we did a uh, uh a candy challenge so we each went to um this big candy store up in cleveland and i picked out 15 items and she picked out 15 items and so we would alternate days of what we were having a candy challenge and, and actually, she and I were talking about it last night. We're going to do something in March coming up here. So we're not quite sure what it is. It's probably going to be a recipe challenge. Um, I'm a fairly finicky eater, and so uh, 
it's really going to put me out of my comfort zone. But uh, yeah, we we have fun with it. Well, I saw you. You were doing a new one. You're doing a Star Wars watch menu, and how was the yeah, Chewbacca so bake? You know, it's it's pretty lame. <laughs> <laughs> so we, uh, you know, again, we've had a spirited discussion over what was the first Star Wars. Was it Episode Four or Episode One? Right. Yeah. So, uh, so, so we we made a commitment to each other that we're going to go through all nine episodes from the beginning to get the full story. And and each Wednesday we do that every Wednesday night, and then we'll have some kind of themed dinner around it. So, uh, I got called on the carpet last week about I'm really just phoning it in as far as you know just regular food and slapping Star Wars names on them. But uh, <laughs> we'll next week we're going to go outside the box and try to go to an actual Star Wars cookbook and see what we can come up with. That sounds interesting. Uh, yeah. So we're, we're pretty bored, so we do these crazy <laughs> things. I guess that, that's what you do when you're uh, quarantined and going through a pandemic. Um, a- a- absolutely. Maybe we'll, we'll get off the food and maybe onto something a little more running related, but uh, a lot of people, went, uh, when I've told people I was going to be interviewing you, uh, the biggest concern question is, is it going to go off? Is the marathon going to happen? Yeah. yeah. So, so I'll answer that in about thirty seconds here. Um, it's interesting. You know, we spoke a year ago, and we canceled our twenty twenty events on March eighth. And on March eighth, there were three reported cases of COVID in the state of Ohio. Three. And when we, but it was coming. The storm was coming. And when we canceled, we got barbecued. How dare you? You're overreacting. What are you thinking? I mean, I got a lot of hate email. <laughs> it was it was crazy. And and uh, and we were one of the first ones to do it. You know, so a month later, Boston cancels, Cleveland cancels, some of the other ones. And the sentiment at that time was, thank you for watching out. You know, for our health. Um, we're glad that you did this. And I thought, where were you people a month ago <laughs> when, when you when you kill, killed us? So, so to answer your question, the same is going to hold true coming out of it. We're, we're going to be one of the first ones actually happening, and I'm going to get the emails. How dare you? What are you thinking? Are you crazy? And then, you know, a month or two later, I think we'll be back to uh, not necessarily business as usual, but pretty close. Um, yes, we are running in person. Um, we've spent a ton of time with the health department going over our plan. And, um, you know, the obvious is that if there's a, a nasty flurry of a COVID flare up, of course, we're not going to run. I mean, we're, we're going to be good neighbors and, and good people in the community, but we've got a, a really solid, um, COVID plan in place. Um, you know, we're cutting our capacity by 50%. Um, we are not having an expo. We are not having a finish line festival. We are totally changing the way that we do the start of the race, the finish of the race. We are removing as much hand-to-hand um, contact points as we can. So, for example, all the water stations will be eight-ounce bottles of water that you grab and go. You know, we won't have 40 Boy Scouts standing there screaming handing out cups of water with their open hands it's going to be very uh, a much smaller footprint as far as that's concerned 
Um, we want the neighbors to come out and cheer, but we want them to cheer from their porch, not from the edge of the road. So, so there's a lot of, we looked at every single thing that we normally would do and said, how can we create distance, right? Um, and, and I know the term that everyone uses is social distancing, but, but we were down in Florida and, and uh, Walt Disney World uses physical distancing. And I, and I prefer that term um, because it's, it's more visual. Um, so we have created this event to be more uh, conducive for solid physical distancing. Um, so yeah, so we are, we've got a, a green light from the, the county's health department and from the city health department. We will, we don't have the final document. I'm expecting that in about two weeks. Um, they had some concerns as far as the post-race experience and how we're going to bus people. Um, and, and we explained how we're going to do it. We just need to provide them with a little deeper information. So again, we've got a, a document that's like a dictionary thick, you know, of how we're going to do this thing. So that will be given to them in about a week and then we'll go through the process and, and get our uh, permit to move forward. The one thing with the water bottles you mentioned isn't because a lot of people may carry them further. Is that going to be a problem, oh, a yeah, bigger yeah, problem I mean, with a cleanup or? Yep. It's, you know, it's, it's like starting a brand new race. Um, you know, a cup of water you grab, you take a quick swig, you throw it down and you step on it, right? And if there's a, a big sea of, of cups on the road, people are squashing them down and everything else. Yeah. This one. With the water bottle, people are more likely to carry it farther. Um, they now have two pieces. They have the bottle and the cap, right? So, so what do we do with that? So um, we're doing a lot of sort of on-street studies, you know, hey, if, if the water station is at, call it mile 2.5 as an example, what do we think will be the average distance that they will carry it before that water gets depleted? So we will have big um, recyclable containers that they can put those bottles into. And so, you know, the, the trick is communicating that to the running population. So when we get into March, middle to end of March, we've got to be really explicit on how this thing is going to work. You know, hey, we're going to give you water, but this is how it's going to happen. You're going to pick up your water. Um, 200 meters beyond that will be deposit stations. Please try to drink it between there you know, those two places, if you can't hang on to it, um, you know, the next station will be at such and such a distance. Um, we want people to keep the cap on the bottle. So when they're done, and I know that's more work than just grabbing a, a cup of water and, yeah, but... and, you know, flinging it. But, but the truth is that, you know, runners just want to run right now. And so if it means it's a little bit different than what we're all used to doing, at least for this year, then we can all put forth just a pinch of effort to make it happen. Yeah, because I'm wondering, with some of these changes, are some of them going to be longer term, do you think? Or some of them just this year and we'll be back to normal? Yeah, that's a great that question. And I don't think any of us know that answer. I mean, I can tell you, I'll give you a good example of what might stay. Um, the health department is concerned about when uh, when we finish the race, right? So so the way that we're going to do it is you um, 
you've got your mask before you start. You take it off right before the start. You, you run the course. You cross the finish line. And we're going to ask you to put the mask back on. If you've lost it, we'll give you one. Put it on. But we are not passing out. We're not putting medals around necks. We're not putting blankets around shoulders. You're going to exit the stadium. And on your way out, you'll get a box. And in that box will be your blanket, your adventure, your medal, some snacks, and water. Right? It's a souvenir box. And then you leave. But what they're concerned with is, well, that's that's great, but once they leave the stadium, are they just going to hang out? So we are working with um, the uh, Stark County Restaurant Association. We, we've got 17 restaurants, and I'll use uh, Texas Roadhouse like, as an example. That's a, a name most people know, right? So what's going to happen is about a month before the race, you'll be able to go to our website and say, hey, when I'm done running, I'd like to participate in the post-race party at dot, 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 Texas Roadhouse or Roosters or uh, Red Robin or, or whatever, oh, okay. 17th properties, right? So what'll happen is for people that live here, they're probably just gonna go home. But for people that don't and wanna hang out, we can push them out to one of these 17 properties and, and once, so for example, once you get to Texas Roadhouse, you would have you would have reserved your time, and how many seats you want, right? So we know that we can have like an 11 a.m. seating, a 1 p.m. seating, a 3 p.m. seating, so you can celebrate with your family, friends, whatever. And the restaurants then sort of take the baton from us. They're the ones that are responsible for capacity, COVID procedures. They get their their beer, their food there. Um, our staff will probably make the rounds to these these locations, you know, congratulating people. Um, and so it's a win-win, right? So I see maybe in the future that we have a party in the stadium, but we can expand that bubble out into the community and say, hey, great, Applebee's, if you want to be part of our post-race experience, you know, come into the program. Let's see what your seating is. Let's put together a reservation system and... Um, and sort of tackle it that way. That's something. I know, like when I, yeah, when I go out of town to run races, you know, it, it's just like, it, it's just, you know, taking your chances. Like, oh, let's go over. I'm hungry. Let's go over to, uh, to BW3s. Well, there's a huge line. I can't get in there. Okay, now let's try this place. And what this does is it sort of schedules that in advance, so you've got reserved seating. Yeah, because, uh, well, I'm glad you mentioned Red Robin because me and my buddy, uh, we had already decided, well, last year we were going to go to Red Robin afterwards. And we're about an hour away and there isn't like one in the Youngstown area. So yeah. we'll probably most likely, I think we're already planning on going there after the race anyways. So that, that actually works out quite well for my plans and being that we're not... I'm about an hour, you know, Boardman to Cannes about an hour. Yeah. So, we, yeah. you know, we're going to want to go out to eat or something right afterward um, yeah it, it's it'll just be a little more organized and it'll only be runners inside of those venues so it'll, it'll be kind of cool that does sound fun um uh, what about spectators are there going to be any allowed usually my wife comes with me to the big events like this so so on march 2nd we're going to release all of the details about the events um how it's going to start uh, we've got these staggered starts for different races, so on and so forth. And, and one of them is um, no spectators. And unfortunately, um, 
you know, we're, we're just not allowed to have a lot of people inside of that stadium where we start and finish. Um, what we'll try to do is create some spectator zones along the course that you could, it's pretty easy to park and then walk to those locations. But uh, it, it's gonna be a hard pill to swallow. Um, yeah. You know, again, people, people coming in from out of town in the past, you could sit in the stands, hang out. Um, we're just not allowed to do any of that this year. Now, that being said, you know, we're talking May 2nd, so a lot of things could change between now and May 2nd. And if we can loosen up, some of those things, that specifically would be one of the first ones to say, okay, we, we're able to relax a bit, but, but as of right now, yeah, no spectators. Um, oh. we, we cut the family finisher. You know, you can't have your, your kids waiting to run in the finish line with you. Uh, health department is like super strict on knowing who is participating. Um, yeah, it's just going to be clamped down pretty hard. No, that's not unexpected. I was, that's, I had a feeling it would be something like that. Um, so you said there will be like wave starts. How, I mean, how big are you going to be able to do a wave or? On March 2nd, we're going to release all of those details. Um, I will say that, uh, we, you know, how do I say this? Um, We've created a, a way to start the marathon and half marathon that no other race has, has done yet in the country. And so it will allow us to have small pockets of people start rather than 3,000 people start in one shot. Um, so yes, there will be waves, there will be corrals, uh, there will be staging that goes with that. Um, there will be assigned starting times. Um, so I can't get too deep in, into it yet, just because we uh, will release that March second. Oh, oh, that's all right. It will be, yeah. It'll be innovative, though. I think when people look at it, they're gonna say, "Wow, that's actually kind of cool," and and it uh, and it makes sense. So you you've been putting on some smaller races recently. Has that helped you start seeing what could work and won't work, and or yeah, in yeah, any way? Percent. Thousand percent. So um, we've put on some races. Um, I've participated in a lot of races since October, um, just to see how others are doing it. I've done a bunch, you know, out in the Youngstown area to see, you know. So Second Soul, those guys out there do a great job. Yes. Um, I've run a bu bunch of those out there, and um, you know, they all have the same kind of a theme, and that theme is 150 people max. And, and if we go over that number, we'll break it into you run on this day or that day, um, or you run at six o'clock and then the next group runs at 7.30, then the next group runs at 10, you know, whatever. Um, they've all done, everyone's done a good job of um, communicating what they're gonna do, spreading people out, those kinds of things. Um, I would give, so, so out of, let's just say 10 races, I would say two out of 10 are, are doing it well, actually doing what they say they're gonna do, you know, um, unfortunately, so meaning eight out of 10, you get there, you're spread out, they say go, and then everyone like <laughs> collapses together and it's, you know, it defeats the purpose of, of what you're trying to do. So, um, so yeah, so we, we've watched, we've learned, 
Um, and, and people are sort of conditioned to that. I, I just did a race this morning uh, in Akron where they, again, we were socially distanced, spaced out physically, and we said go, and it was just like a big, you know, traffic pile up. So um, that's okay. And, uh, you know, but, but health departments are slowly allowing races to happen. I know city of Akron has had a tough time. Uh, Summit County has had a tough time, but they're slowly starting to let that happen. Um, Stark County, we've been lucky. Uh, you, Mahoning, you're in Mahoning County? Yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah so they, they've been good. Um, City of Cleveland is not talking to anyone right now. Uh, I mean, I know even the Cleveland Marathon is looking to run the Cleveland Marathon not in Cleveland <laughs> this year. So, um, so it just depends where you're at. But, but the races are coming back. Yeah, I know when I figured we'll start getting a few at a time and move on. I mean, uh, like I said, like you mentioned, Youngstown, they got one coming up uh, a 10 miler in April, uh, but they they couldn't do it in Mill Creek Park. Yeah. They had to move where they normally do it to, and they're going to have the Youngstown Marathon in yep. October. Hopefully, by yep. then, it'll be a little bit looser as far as the health restrictions. Um, I mean, I think it's they have the vaccine. Uh, out now but yeah. it's taking it's going to take a while to get any it will it, but i you know it's just my own personal opinion by the time we get to like august 1st i really think it's going to be opened back up you know you need to follow some some protocols but nothing prohibitive um and i think you know it, this is going to be with us for a while so it's it's no different than you know. Five years from now, we'll still be getting a shot, like we get a flu shot. And so, I think once the once the vaccine is widely available, that that will open the door to a lot of things. So, uh, yeah, I think your timing is about right. I think we'll be a lot more open, and we may actually still be even throughout the till the end of the year, maybe beyond this year, still wearing masks at the starting lines, yeah. things yeah. like that. But. Uh, just to get racing back, I'm pretty much for whatever it takes, I guess. Uh, and hopefully it'll be back to normal within a, another year or so. Uh, yeah, I, I think the bigger events are still going to struggle a little bit the remain, remainder of this year. Yeah. You know, we're, we're not a big event. Um, Youngstown's not a big event. So, so I think we'll be totally fine in the way that we're handling things. Um, you know, Pittsburgh just canceled yeah, uh, I know. a week or two ago. And it's it's funny because I had an email from a guy that uh, he registered for Pittsburgh. He was sure it was going to happen, but just in case it didn't, you know, you know, could he run ours? And I said, well, you can register. You know, we're still open. Um, but but it's my personal opinion they're going to they're going to cancel. And he says I don't understand why. And I said, well, just look at it this way: for the the Steelers Browns wild card game, how many fans did they let into the stadium? Zero. Zero. So, so you're thinking that they can put 40,000 people outside of the stadium to run a race? There's no way. <laughs> There's no way. They're yeah. too big. And, and so um, so I just think the bigger ones, um, they're more expensive to produce. And, and unless they get a certain number of runners, uh, it's from a business standpoint, because sometimes you have to look at it as a business, um, it doesn't make a lot of sense. You know, so what's, again, in my opinion, what will happen is, We'll get to August. Things will be pretty much normal with, to your point, you've got to wear a mask to the start, things like that. But it's going to take another year for this this log jam that we're going to have this fall. 
Chicago, Boston, you know, Columbus, Flying Pig, Pittsburgh, boom, boom. They're all crammed on top of each other this fall. It's going to take another year for that to then decompress again um, to get back to normal. Yeah, this fall you may have some choices to make if you want to run a race. Uh, uh, maybe too many choices, but... Well, that's, that's true. That could I, spread I out to people. Well, that, that plus I still think the Bostons and New Yorks and Chicago's are, are going to be restricted as far as numbers. I would, you know. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't go almost elite or... Yeah. Not, or, or lottery or something. I, I think there's... I think for one year they're going to just go to the public and say, look, we're, we're just... We just need to get through this year. This is how it's got to operate. And, and so for me, that's good news for Youngstown. That's good news for the, the smaller events um, because those people will be, the people that don't get in or can't get into those, you know, will be looking for options. Yeah, that is a good way of looking at it because, you know, you look at uh, Boston or New York, if, if they can't put out... I mean, Boston's 20,000 people, 50, 40,000 in New York. If they can't run it and there's other events, they're going to fill those right up. Um, yeah. Nothing. Uh, don't want to dwell on the pandemic too much. I mean, obviously, yeah. as a race director, that's a thing. But uh, you've been putting out other events, I mentioned, and you have your own uh, Run to You Racing um, I don't remember you mentioning the, that last year. You, what did you start that within this year? Or? So, so this is it's a, a bit of a funny story. So, Run to You Racing has been around since two thousand and eight. Okay, I, I actually joined Run to You Racing in two thousand thirteen. So, Run to You Racing. Um, the story that I always tell is I ask people, you know, because they'll say to me just like you, "Hey, I've never heard of Runchy Racing," and I'll say, "Well, have you ever have you ever heard of um, Young Brands?" And most people say, uh, "Young Brands, Y-U-M, Young Brands." No, I've never heard of that. And I say, "Well, have you heard of Taco Bell or Kentucky Fried Chicken?" And like, "Yeah, of course." So Young Brands is the is the parent company of all these brands that sit underneath it. So Runchy Racing is parent company and underneath it we've got pro football hall of fame we've got the 5k devo we've got the cak 5k on the runway but we have never ever 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 promoted or pushed run to racing ever it's always been the brand pro football hall of fame marathon gold jacket 5k um manly man foot race it's, uh father's day 5k we have like 12 races that we do so last year we, we as a team we sat down and said look I, I want to change i want to flip the narrative i want run to racing to be the new flagship going into 2020 and 2021 and underneath it we've got all these races that we do because um, people don't know that it's us doing them right so um so we sort of re reinvented run to racing gave it a new logo gave it uh, a, a new website um, we laid out our schedule and then COVID hit. <clears throat> and, and so, you know, what 2020 looked like for Runchy Racing was two virtual races. We did Centennial 5K and we did the 5K Devo with the, you know, 1980s band from Akron with the flower pot hats. Yes. Um, 
we, we've done their race, I think that was our fourth year. Um, so 2021, we have laid out a schedule where we're basically producing one race per month. Um, some are very small. Um, they're all uh, theme-based, right? We just did the Super Sunday 5K uh, a week ago. Um, we're doing uh, one in Canal Fulton, um, a Canal Way Classic. That's an old race that we're bringing back. Um, we're doing a brand new uh, women's only race in July. We've put a bid in to United States Track and Field, so it looks like we're going to get it. Um, we will be the Women's 6K National Championship, which is going to be cool because um, our race is sandwiched right between the Olympic trials and the Olympics. So we're expecting, you know, the top 20 American women in distance running to come to camps and to run in this race, along with, you know, a thousand other ladies. So it's a women's only race. Um, we actually are creating a new uh, fall marathon to be, you know, mixed in with a whole bunch of other marathons mm -hmm. that are going on. Um, so it's a, a full, a half, and a 5K. Uh, what's the name of that? Yeah, I, I did see Haunted it. Forest. Yeah, Haunted Forest, Forest Marathon. Hey, that's the end of October, isn't it? Or? It's on Halloween. Yep. Oh, definitely yeah. uh, be a race to get some people in costumes. I did that one. And I saw you had a PR pumpkin smashing thing. I Yeah, so, so that's part of that race. So the thought is that um, we want people to run Youngstown. We want people to run Akron. We want people to run Columbus. But, um, you know, for 45 bucks, you can sign up and run our marathon as a backup, right? Mm -hmm. you, usually when I'm training for a marathon, I kind of keep two in my brain. So if for some reason the weather is bad or if I'm feeling bad, I just don't throw away the whole entire summer's worth of training. I've got a backup plan. Um, we want to be the backup. So we're at the very end of all, all of those races. And uh, it's going to be heavily, heavily themed. Um, big gravestone mile markers, uh, zombie water stations, lots of props in the woods. It's on a towpath trail, so it's, it's really cool um, visually. Um, a lot of the races have a PR gong, right? You finish, you run your PR, you, you hit the gong. Um, we are doing what's called a PR pumpkin. So you get a teeny little pumpkin, you get to write your old best time on there, you put it down, you get a big um, big mallet, you smash it, right? So that'll be a big hoopla ceremony just around that. Um, we are taking over the, the city of Canal Fulton. So we're closing down the streets, we have a big street festival with a band and you know adult beverages and food and all those kinds of things so it's just going to be a fun 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 race and, and we want it to be affordable so it's it's dirt cheap um no risk uh full marathon half marathon and, and 5k that sounds like a fun time i mean it definitely yeah. uh you you got me interested i'm not exactly sure what my uh, well, I'm definitely doing the half in Youngstown. I'm one of their ambassadors. So yep. beyond that, I, I'm not sure what I'm doing in the fall yet, but I'm definitely considering that one. Um, yeah, so what I would say is, you know, definitely train for Youngstown. Get, do your half. And if things are great, which hopefully they are, and hey, you know, you want to give it a second try or leverage your, your fitness and come out in... And sometimes runners surprise themselves, right? So 
a lot of times if you're training for a race and you get amped up and in your run and you know you're happy with your time but then you run you know a week or two later casually and you actually run a little bit better because you're more relaxed you're not not stressed over it so um so we're really going to be a safety net kind of a event especially for the marathoner and and half marathon that's all i agree um any other events coming up that uh, you want to share or? uh let me just go through in my head uh we'll be introducing a new race um around um hall of fame enshrinement in august uh on sunday august 8th it'll be a tailgate race uh that will probably be announced in another three weeks um we put on our schedule a new race uh with um tim misney i'm sure you've seen the commercials i'll make them pay you know that guy uh the bald guy um so we are going to do i'll make them pay 5k but Again, that that's supposed to be in downtown Cleveland, and city of Cleveland is just not budging with anything right now. So that may or may not happen this year. We might have to push that a year. Uh, but as far yeah, other races that we're doing, Canalway Classic is the next one. It's a five mile and a two mile. It's actually at the same venue as the Haunted Forest, so people kind of want to get a feel for what that course is going to look like. That that's a good one. That's at the end of March. Uh, nothing in April because we're gearing up for Pro Football Hall of Fame. That's May 1st and 2nd. And May, June, uh, we've got a race in June. We've got, in July, the airport race, CAK 5K on the runway. We've got the women's only race. Um, August, we've got uh, Manly Man Foot Race. That's a 5K and a 10K. It's sort of a fun race. Everyone wears mustaches and... Um, <laughs> It's just like, it's this craziness. We, we've done it in downtown Cleveland a couple of times, so we're going to bring it to uh, to Canton this year. But yeah, so it's it's always uh, always something. That's good. I mean, I, I like having some different races to choose from. Um, and right now, uh, you know, I'm training for the marathon there at the Hall of Fame, and... Uh, which is one of the definitely the reason I want to have you back. <laughs> yeah. Um, what? What? Uh, yeah, so, so the Hall of Fame Marathon. You know, the course this year is going to be the same. Start uh, this time. We're starting inside the stadium and finishing inside of the stadium. So uh, that's new you know, for so me. That, uh, yeah, that'll be new for you. Because I, I ran in seventeen. You were downtown. Oh, yeah, when we were downtown. Yeah. The real I hot one. Year. And then I was supposed to run it last year, and we all know I, I did the virtual. Um, did, I actually did that up in Boardman and Mill Creek Park. So at least I had a scenic one, but I made myself some loops there and did it. And yeah. this year I'm coming back, hopefully. Um, what colors the – can you share the color of the blanket and uh, about yeah, the metal? So, yeah, so um, the blanket is going to be a dark green like a uh, football field okay. um we did a, a pretty bright green a couple years ago 17 was green yeah so it, but it was a lighter green green I it think. was a very light green um the blanket we did last year was red so you got the red one i got the red one because i did the virtual so it's, it's the same exact design except it'll be a dark green with a slightly lighter green offset so the field markers will be alternated like the red one okay um the metal uh, is going to be the ring again, but it's going to be gold. 
in Mount Silver. We, uh, we were fortunate to carry over a few sponsors. Um, we were fortunate to get a couple of new sponsors, so they'll be on the ribbons. Um, the shirts we're still working on, um, we've, had, we've had all kinds of shirts. Um, but they typically, the color of the shirt is typically representing the, the distance. So the marathon has always been blue, Yes, I'm, half always red. I actually have it on. Uh, yep. Oh yeah, there you go. Yep. So that that's actually one of our our favorites. People, I see people in that all the time. I do still like this one. I still wear it regularly. It's very comfortable. <laughs> so, so, uh, but you know, so again, not to dwell on COVID, but COVID has thrown a wrench in everything. So even ordering things, right? Our our ordering schedules are way different because some factories are still open, some factories are closed. Um, you know, the shirts, we were able to source those uh, locally or a little more locally than we normally have. So I can order the shirts pretty late. Um, they'll probably be ordered like March 15th, right around then. Um, so yeah, we're kicking around designs on that still, but they'll look good. Um, the event will look new to you because you haven't done that, that course. You know, you no. did the 2017 course. Um, I did. So I did yeah. come there and do a before COVID. Did the hit. training run a couple times. Yep. Yeah, I trying to get out and then it hit. So, uh, yeah. do you have a couple of training runs planned coming up? If anybody's in? Yeah. So actually, next uh, Saturday um, on uh, February twentieth, we've got a training run where we're going to cover the back half of the marathon course. And, uh, you know, the best information, it's always just to go to, you know, hofmarathon.com or, or look for us on Facebook and we'll, we post a lot of that stuff. So I know we, I know we put together a Facebook event for that um, maybe a month ago. And, of course, you know, a month ago people said, yeah, I'm coming, but then time goes by and you forget about it. So uh, Monday we'll repost <laughs> Yeah. post that and see how many people are interested and then give details on where to park and things like that. I know it's supposed to snow this week pretty pretty hard in the middle of the week so hopefully by Saturday yeah. it's um, streets are clear. Yeah. Yeah, that, those were good uh, fun day because I went there for that and I went uh, I think I did this your virtual uh, Centennial 5K. Uh, yeah. Kind of like to get out that way once in a while it's just mix it up and stuff. Uh February is just a hard month with the weather to say we're going to make it for sure. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, we had we had a good day that uh, when we ran the centennial, didn't we? I mean, it was nice. Oh, and sunny it was. It was so. sunny. It was nice. It wasn't too hot. Uh, yeah. I wish we had I had a known. lady flying. We had a lady flying from California just to, to to run the virtual race on the course. <laughs> so she had made her plans and didn't want to cancel them. It's like, yeah, we're we're there'll be a small group of us running. Jump on yeah. in. And uh, and and we were lucky. We had a nice sunny day, and the, the park looked nice, and it wasn't dreary and no, sideways I, wind or anything. So yeah. Yeah, I I had a good time there. I most of your events you put on, I think you do a good job. I just want to let you know. I mean, everybody I that I talk that. to, always we look forward to. If we know you're putting it on, we feel confident that it's going to be a good event. So. That's, well, that's that's nice to hear. Thank you. Yeah, I've got a good team. There's there's actually five of us that that you know, do all this, um, that, that work with run racing. And then we've got a, a, a pretty solid extended group of volunteers. So, um, so we're pretty lucky. Okay. Well, um, 
Was there anything else you'd like to add before we get going? Or? Uh, no, you know, I would just say, um, you know, to everyone, just keep training. Uh, you know, skies are going to get clearer soon, sooner than later. We'll, we'll get through this. Um, you know, keep, keep your eyes on any details, you know, regarding our race, uh, especially on March 2nd. We'll send a, a big announcement to everyone detailing exactly what race weekend is going to look like and um it's got a few twists and turns and we'll have answers for all of those twists and turns uh you know by march 2nd and we want to make this as safe uh, as humanly possible and and still have a great event so sounds great to me um one thing i will say that changed with uh people in covid uh, last year before the pandemic, I don't think you knew how to use Zoom. I don't. I don't think I knew when Zoom was, and you didn't know how to really use Skype. And now you're like sending me the invite for a Skype a Zoom meeting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah I'm best friends with Zoom these days, so all of all of my meetings are on Zoom. So I think in a given week, I'm probably four to eight meetings a week. I, I I had a feeling with your job, you were doing a lot of a lot of it on Zoom that you used to just go do in person, and now you have to do it on yeah. Zoom. But uh, well, yeah. I, it's been a pleasure getting to talk to you again. Uh, ho- hopefully, I'll see you sometime uh, in person. Uh, yeah, I, absolutely, Bruce. No, I appreciate you having me. And uh, you know, if you can't make the group run next weekend, because I know that's a pretty quick turn, um, you know, we'll, we'll definitely be having more um, in March, in April. You know, we pushed, we pushed one week back so we are may 2nd this year yes um, because the original plan was to have eight thousand runners just doing the 5k because it's the nfl draft weekend in cleveland well you know that that's i'm sure that's going to be virtual and so we don't have all these people coming in but we kept the date and um so there's my point is i guess there's plenty of time to come on out and join us you know for yeah. group runs and course previews and things like that wasn't the plan to always have it on draft weekend well, we always, yeah, we've always been draft weekend, but um, because it was going to be in Cleveland, which, you know, is, they, they've had it in Philadelphia and Chicago, and they've always had miserable weather, so they pushed it by one week, hoping that, you know, uh, they, they have better weather yeah. the first weekend in May, and so so we had to slide ours, which was a big deal because, you know, uh, we're, we're the same weekend now as Flying Pig in Pittsburgh, whereas before we were a week earlier. So a, a lot of my pacers, you know, would run the pig, but they'd come in pace hours. Um, so it was a big conflict when we announced that. But then COVID hits, um, you know, Pittsburgh cancels, the, the pig isn't happening. And so, you know, now I'm getting slammed by people. Hey, can I get in? It's like, we're, we're sold out. Sorry. Yeah, I know you opened up. When was it? Fifty spots when Pittsburgh canceled, but uh, I'm yeah. sure they went fast. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, so good. Take care, and uh, thanks for being on the podcast again. Right. I appreciate it. Thanks. Take care. Hey, everybody! Uh, thanks for listening uh, to the Just Runners podcast, and. Uh, do we have another great interview coming up uh, next week with Amy Javins? We have that to look forward to. And if you get a chance, leave a rating and review. And we also have a Facebook group if you want to jump into that sometime. All right. Thank you.